0: You're listening to the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Referral Mortgages and Blue Panda Realty, with your hosts, Paul Stevenson, David Warren, and Greg Campbell. Let's see what's going on in the world of real estate in our nation's capital.
1: Hello. Welcome to the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast. My name is Paul Stevenson. (laughs) Wow. Keeping it systematic. Uh, I'm here with Greg Campbell. I'm here with David Warren. We talk about uh, real estate. Mortgages, whatever else we want to talk about that week. Greg is a partner. Let's start with Greg today. Greg's a partner, also a realtor over at Blue Panda. Right. And I'm here with David Warren. He's my business partner. He's an owner at Referral Mortgages. He's also a mortgage agent. I, too, am an owner of Referral Mortgages and a mortgage agent. And we love being here. Don't we, gentlemen? Don't we just love we being love it. here? We love it, man. Yes, <laughs> sir. Quick shout out to North Brew, Northbrew.ca. Uh, they are one of our coffee sponsors. They are actually our only coffee sponsor. Um, if you go to Northbrew.ca and use the promo code podcast, you'll get twenty percent off your coffee order, all coffee orders, and twenty percent of your order also goes to supporting um, the homeless community. So it's a you know it's a win win. You get your Java, you get a little bit of goodwill as well. And gentlemen, how was the week? How was the weekend? How are we doing?
2: Everything was uh everything was great on my end. I um I took it easy. I uh showed some homes on Saturday and then uh, I had a complete family day yesterday which was amazing. At home we just kind of hung out and did things. It was great. It was very peaceful. <laughs> I had a very peaceful weekend, I got to say. I enjoyed every moment of it.
0: Nice. Not a not a whole lot on my end. I uh yeah. <laughs> Stayed home. We're Stay so day. boring. Stayed home very uh <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I don't didn't do anything. Didn't do anything. Saw Paul briefly <laughs> yeah. on, uh, on what, Saturday afternoon, but that was yeah. really it. Yeah, um, did a little
1: rip of the canal. It was fun. Got my sweat on and uh, enjoyed the nice weather. The canal was in great shape and uh, things are, well, when people listen to this, everything will be, uh, you know, will be back open as far as uh, being able to get out, support local and things like that. So um, Actually,
0: today, today, yeah, Monday, everything uh, as it of right is now is open. Yeah.
1: yeah. But tomorrow, right. when people listen, it will, everything will be open. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It'll be today, but yeah, I'll listen later. Today, um, tomorrow. Yeah, no, the weekend was good. It was, uh, it feels like the, you know, not to jump into weather, but I mean, the weather uh, seems to be balancing out, which is certainly a hot topic in Ottawa. It's either minus 40 or 40 centimeters of snow. So it was nice to kind of get somewhere in the middle there where it was sunny, moderately freezing, and no, <laughs> no snow. Um, yeah, no, I th- the city's got a buzz, you know, the city's got a buzz. So uh, we'll see where things are going. Greg, I know you got some uh, mind-blowing statistics for us year over I year. Some... I can't <sighs> wait
2: to hear them. Okay. Uh, hey guys. So uh, yeah, this, uh, you know, I have some stats. I'm doing a new format, so I don't have any uh, visuals for you this week, but I'm working on a downloadable PDF for all the viewers out there who support Rep and want to um, dive a little bit deeper into actually looking at the numbers uh, for their own personal Viewing pleasure. So let's get, uh, uh, excuse me, let's get into this week. I have, everyone knows I usually do, uh, I've been doing townhomes, Orleans, townhomes, uh, Barhaven, Stittsville, or Barhaven, Riverside, South, and then Canada, Stittsville. Same thing. So I'm going deeper. I'm going into all listings, which is, includes rows or townhomes, uh, detached homes, condos, etc. So we'll start with Orleans. We currently have 26 active homes for sale. We have, uh, 14 rentals, six of which have price reductions of a thousand of a hundred dollars each. Um, and we have 30 sold four of which are over 1 million. I thought that was very interesting for how many sold, uh, 30 sold. Well, four of them for over a million. Got it. And, and, and I'm sorry, the, the, um, yeah. And this is in the last week. This is just the last week. This is, uh, I'm going into overall January in a minute here. So that's the last week. So Barhaven, Riverside South, we have 15 rentals with one price reduction. We have 14 active listings for sale, and we have 36 sold, two over a million dollars. Canada stitzville we have 18 rentals, five of which uh, have price reductions in the last uh, last week, 20 active, five over 1.1 to 1.5 million which I thought was interesting so the numbers are much higher in Canada 4 conditionally sold and 23 sold in the last week. Now here's what I thought was interesting because everybody's talking about how you know there's not enough out there but we are 233 homes more this year than last January. Hmm. But this is this is a very interesting number. So right now there's 655 rentals on the market. Greater Ottawa that goes all the way across even out to Cornwall and Deep River, six hundred and fifty-five last year there was three hundred and ninety-eight, so that's a big increase, and uh, we had three hundred and nineteen sold. Wait, what am I looking at here? I think I screwed up my own numbers here, guys. <laughs> we have no, sorry that that was so. I'm back to active here now for this for um uh for the last week. We have 1,436 active, 781 are listings uh, for sale, 655 rentals, 250 conditionally sold, 319 sold since January 24th. So we're ahead of next year, but the prices are are up big time. So anyways, I hope that was somewhat informative. I wish I had a graphic. I don't. <laughs> you guys can just keep rewinding it back and forth to listen to that. All the, all the, so as, it's my mumbo jumbo i don't know <laughs> so year over you year were listening carefully there i wasn't year, <laughs> lots of was numbers
0: turned up i was definitely turned upside down i don't know i don't yeah. know what's up what's
1: down 6200 200 of this three, 300 yeah. of this yeah. um I like so, an auction but let's just
2: let's just cut that part out of the whole show <laughs> no i think it's great it's <laughs> terrible so i think that was terrible if i understand that's where the neighborhoods were okay
1: Go ahead. That's neighborhoods are good. Um, if I understand correctly, we have more homes listed or more homes sold compared to last year, or
2: both. We have more homes listed than last year, same time.
1: Okay, more that homes is sold interesting.
2: too. Hmm. Yeah, it is. I thought it would be less, but
1: it's more. And you said thirty homes in Orleans sold last week.
2: Yeah, that's thirty homes in Orleans sold. Thirty-six in Barhaven, Riverside South, and twenty-three in Canada. And uh, some and had, even, that's not a hundred dollar price and reduction. Way, rentals, rentals are down. Rentals prices are coming down. It seems.
0: Um, those, um those, those listings or those sold in Orleans that were over a million. What, uh, what was there any idea? What, I mean, you probably saw them pop up in your neighborhood, but um, were they like five bedroom, like, you know, really good homes before. or are they, I, all the
2: ones over a million yeah they're they're bigger detached but almost all actually all of them were listed under a million. Hmm. They were all listed at like the 850 899. Okay. and they hit the big numbers.
1: Hmm. Yeah, and we saw so, yeah. we saw that one on uh, on Percival too, Greg we talked about that where there was uh, I think you said there was 20 offers on it, right? Mhm. Percival went for that was
0: the da- that was the one
1: that
2: was really dated, right?
0: Interior no, not
2: Persifor. Persifor was okay. Persifor, sorry, that yeah. was sold. That was listed at five seventy-five. Sold for seven thirty-five.
0: Hmm. So
2: I mean, the numbers, the numbers are silly. I mean, I I won one last week, and I think we won, uh, you know, because we had a really strong letter that resonated with the seller, which was interesting. Hmm. And actually, that's the deal that we did, Paul. And then um, letters work. Uh, they they changed the offer time to the morning instead of the afternoon evening, which I which was I think was to our benefit. I think less people bid got their offers in on time mm. due to that, but we won I lost a couple other ones. I lost a multiple offer off market. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, here lost, too lost by 20, lost by 20,000. And we were bidding basically 110 over the asking price.
1: How does that work then? If it's off market, they just like, they just take, two, so, I guess, two bully my, offers kind uh, of. Thing? or it's yeah, not, even, so, they're not
2: even holding offers just off market completely. Yeah, off-market com- completely. My colleague, uh, Andre, had a uh, had a listing off-market. He sent me the video. It was perfect for my guys. Got us in. Uh, he also had a couple sign calls since it went up. And uh, so there was a few other showings the same day. So we went in, I think, at 1 o'clock. And then they had showings one thirty to 2.30. Um, another offer came in. We submitted. And, uh, yeah, we got beat out. Huh. So, yeah. So, I mean... Again, you know, there's possibilities. Everybody's just got to stay active, stay at it. It's going to happen. There's going to be more listings coming out. It's a, it's a duplication of last year, a repeat of last year, I should say. Um, you know, they'll start coming out more and you'll have more opportunities and the prices are going to stabilize because mm-hmm. it can't, you know, we're not going to have those million-dollar townhomes tomorrow <laughs> or ever, I hope. <clears throat> <laughs> but
0: not not tomorrow,
2: least. at least.
1: No. Um, just to I have two things I wanted to say, Greg. First of all, on that one you won with the letter, that was actually one that we did do together, as you mentioned. And and we just provided a simple letter stating like that property address, saying that they had been fully pre-approved. So I know Dave and I harp on this all the time, like the difference between a pre-approval from us and a rate hold from the bank. An actual pre-approval, like we can say with confidence, like we've checked their credit, we have all their income documents, they're good to go on this home. Um, you said, I mean, that was a, that was the basic deciding
2: factor for the sellers is having that well, letter in hand and knowing that it's actually going to go through, right? It w- it was that letter, but it was also a personal letter to the seller from the buyer. Okay, you know, about, <laughs> I misunderstood about who they were. No, <laughs> it. it was, it, but that's that's good. That's a good point. And uh, we also had a huge deposit on it, which he liked. But it was a uh, single buyer, single owner, uh, both uh-huh. working for uh, the federal government. So there uh-huh. was some type of, you know, they felt like, and they didn't have a letter from anybody else. So
0: the size Alaska. my like, last I was like,
2: go ahead. Okay, go. Uh, well, I, 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 I was just, just going to say <laughs> bonus, bonus points here. <clears> Guess <throat> where that lead came from. That buyer came from tow rep. <laughs> She's been watching the show. And she called yep. us up and we got it done. That was uh shoutouts to P. Shoutouts to P. Great. Um, so
1: I was just gonna say when I sold my last house, uh, there was mo- it was multiple offers, and the uh two two of the highest bids actually both um submitted letters. So it's it's certainly uh it rubs you, you know, we're a young family. We want to be in this neighborhood. It, it makes you feel a little more connected to the offer. I, my,
0: latest at, my latest house, my latest house that uh, my wife and I bought, we, it was a letter. We submitted a letter and they picked us over 11 other offers because of us and a photo, so like our fam, like and a photo, <laughs> yeah, and the, the photo. whole nine, you know, um, yeah, that was Personal the it, and they and they blatantly said that that was the the, the big factor yeah. they wanted to sell to exactly a family like ours.
1: Whoever's listening, if you're yeah. if you're a tech designer, that that's what you should do. Work with realtors, have people have their own profile before they go out shopping, so the sellers know who they are, who they, you know. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, and yeah. you know, and to be clear, it doesn't always work, but it's no, better no. to have it than not to have it.
0: I declined an offer on my house when somebody provided a letter, but they were just, you know, not even in the ballpark of where others were. So, you know, it it doesn't always work, you know, but, uh, but yeah, no, it definitely, it definitely does set you apart though. People pay more attention to your offer regardless if you have it, if anything, they're going to read that letter and think and put a second thought into that offer. But
1: Greg, Greg, a few weeks ago you were talking, and I know the numbers there you were saying there's still 600 something rentals. Um, you had commented a few weeks ago where we were chatting about whether or not we thought that the, uh, rental market that a lot of people that were ho- actual current homeowners were buying those rent rental properties mm-hmm. or at least buying properties to then rent out as investment. Uh, and I, I read an interesting article this morning. Uh, Stephen, if you want to pull it up, there it was actually done by, by Bloomberg, BNN Bloomberg. Uh, and it says a new survey suggests nearly one in five homebuyers during the pandemic are multi property owners with the remaining number evenly split between first time homebuyers and those upgrading or downsizing to a new home. Uh, so, da, 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 1,500 respondents between January 7th and 9th. It says 9% of those respondents said they purchased a home in the last 18 months. The bulk of the survey focused on those individuals and found that 40% of them said they were first time home buyers and that the property they were purchasing is their primary residence. Those buyers were overwhelmingly between the ages of 18 and 34, which was 65%, mm. uh, while 11% were between the ages of 35 and 54. Interestingly, 24% were over the age of 55. It says another 39% said they already owned one property and were purchasing another one. And finally 19% said they owned multiple properties, while two percent preferred not to answer. So really only 40% of that of the uh, of the bulk of, of home buyers in that demographic were were first-time buyers. The other that's, that's
0: high. I I think that's really high when you read that all the headlines. When you read all the headlines and all the news articles saying that first-time <laughs> home buyers are priced out of every market, they can't buy. They have no savings, can't afford anything. Yet the actual numbers on this are 40% were first time homebuyers. That is a pretty staggering statistic, I think. I think that's very, very high, Um, much higher than I would have thought, to be honest.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't really, it doesn't, it doesn't differentiate whether, like, what type of home. I think this is just any property type, (laughs) um, which is interesting. The other thing that I found interesting here it says the survey also asked homeowners how they funded the down payment for their purchase. And it said, uh, 19% said they were using gifted money from a family member of, of the, of the, actually, no, that's just homebuyers. So that would be 20%. Hmm. So half of the first time homebuyers, essentially 19%. Hmm. Yeah. Basically got gifted funds of the, oh. you know, Yeah. if hundred yeah. percent of people bought homes, 20% got gifted funds. And if 40% of the hundred are our first-time buyers. Mm -hmm. So, you know, 50% of first-time buyers were using gift funds is what I, is the way I read it.
2: I just, I just started working with another, uh, with a new buyer, same thing, massive, uh, like the whole down payment is coming from uh, mom and dad,
0: Mm -hmm. which is great. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, there, you know, a lot of cases, um, you know, a lot of first-time home buyers are gifted the down or a portion of it. Number one, you know they're still qualifying for the mortgage on their own. They're just you know provided the the gifted down. In a lot of cases, it's coming off of you know mom and dad. Their value of their property has gone up, and they're accessing equity in that in that property. Um, you know is typically what they're and I find is what's happening. Um, and they're kind of just utilizing that to help get their child into the, into the market. But, uh, but by and large, I still see very aggressive savings for first time home buyers between the ages, like you said, ball of 18 to 34, like very aggressive savings, no, Mm -hmm. like little to no debt and very, and especially over the last two years, like more and more with no debt or aggressively paying it off. Um, you know, I think that a lot of it has to do with staying home and whatnot. Um, But uh, yeah, it's. I think that's an. I think that's overall pretty interesting because it is contradictory to a lot of uh, a lot of the articles that are out there of um, where you know just headline grabbers just saying that people are priced out of the market with no actual statistics behind it. Oh, the headline grabbers.
1: (laughs) I actually made a mistake on the statistics. so I I should clarify this for anyone uh, who is reading the article. I'll, I'll read it word for word, just so you hear it from the horse's mouth. The, th- the survey asked home buyers how they funded their down payment for the purchase. Nearly one in five first time homebuyers said they were using gifted money from a family member. So 19% of first time homebuyers says the most popular mm. way to fund a down payment was from personal savings, David, mm-hmm. with 44, 47% of respondents doing so. Another 24% said they funded their purchase from the sale of another property, while 14% said they leveraged equity from an existing property. Well, there you go. Interesting numbers.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think that's uh yeah, overall I think pretty surprising. We
2: should start are we sh- we're not sharing articles like this are we in like the uh liner notes. We should start doing that. Uh a good we idea. Do so- I think sometimes, sometimes. Stephen, Stephen is that uh, something we're doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a good Great. idea. Try to um, add more value. Give the public more. In more
1: information. Speaking to the public, we got some questions to answer. I know there's a few a uh, few questions that went unanswered last week, and uh, you know we we were told. So let's uh, let's hop on those questions, David. I don't know who who has them handy.
0: I so I don't I don't remember off the top of my head the gentleman's name. Um, he messaged us and then also emailed, um, but it was basically when we were talking about the home out, uh, out in the country, Oxford Mills, and and he was basically asking why would Somebody looked to move to somewhere like Oxford, Oxford, uh, Oxford mills or elsewhere, um, you know, far outside the city, as opposed to just going across the bridge to Quebec. Um, funny enough, Greg and I both responded uh, separate emails, uh, not, mm-hmm. not with each other included, but we basically had the same, the same uh, messaging. But, but really, you know, at the end of the day, people going across the bridge are our big differences, you know, income taxes are different language barrier. Um, so if you're anglophone and your kids are only speak English, the only option is French schooling. Um, you know things like that. It's it's also just that overall barrier of it being a different province that that sometimes people get scared of. But also there's been even the articles that have been out there. Uh, Carlton plays being the number one growing population or number one growing town in Canada goes to show that there's a big migration of interest to live outside the city as well into some of these smaller pockets. So it's not necessarily that they're, you know, the option is that they work downtown and they want to be closer to downtown. There's also a big migration to, uh, to a lot of these smaller communities. And you see that in the price pricing increases of places like arm and crawl place and whatnot. But let's say, uh, yeah, I mean, but even to that point, like I'm bringing, I'm looking right now on last two weeks ago's episode and and uh and Alicia is saying that she put her, put her office on her first house uh the other day we offered 84k above asking in Elmer on a detached house against my realtor's advice <laughs> she said we were going too high house with a garage and pool beautiful kitchen all appliances included we lost to a different offer waiting to see what the offer was so we can learn more to do better but that's even in Elmer you know she's talking about going uh, 84 over asking it's not you know just in our just in, on on the Ontario side that that's having these pricing increases. I don't know if you have anything to add to that either you guys on the uh no, the migration outside no of the town. You're perfect. <laughs> um <laughs> I'm looking here. All right, rental <laughs> an interest this actually there Greg this this one's for you from a, a B Sharon. Uh if rents have to come down due to a higher supply than normal, then shouldn't the price on homes come down eventually to reach an equilibrium unless people like to buy homes with a negative cash flow, Then again, maybe many people are buying homes for investment with huge down payments. Is there really that much money floating around in Ottawa?
2: Yes, there is. I would say that there is that much money floating around in Ottawa. Again, like to the point that we made a few weeks ago, right? The highest household income in the country.
0: So that's a huge, that's a huge thing overall that people don't think about. I think something, Stephen, can you bring up that image of the comparison? I think this would be to that point of Mm -hmm. of the difference in incomes of Toronto to to Ottawa. Um, So we'll give credit where credit's due. This is an image that uh, a realtor in Ottawa, Chris Scott, uh, posted, Um, you know, comparing the two homes, same size. Um, comparing Ottawa to Toronto, looking out, you know, 1800 square feet distance to parliament, Ottawa, 26 kilometers Distance to CN tower, 53 kilometers driving time, uh, 29 minutes driving time 37. So trying to find, you know, pretty well uh, comparable household median income, Ottawa, 106,372 median household income in Toronto, 102,000. So again a higher median household income than Toronto. Price in Ottawa average detached home of 829, almost 830 and the price in Ottawa in Pickering for the same property of 1.1 300,000, you know, just shy of $300,000 higher for the same t- t- same home, you know, this is comparing the Stittsville location to Pickering um, you know, distance to downtown. Goes show you number one that household median income difference that people talk about, you know, Toronto and Ottawa, people forget how high Ottawa's income is. Uh, But then also, you know, do we have room to go on it on housing prices? Does Toronto have room to go on their housing prices? You know, if this is anything it kind of shows you as well or illustrates.
1: Well, think about what Penny said last week, too, that there's I know someone was asking about what companies are doing that, but she was saying that some tech companies are offering uh, referral, basically bonuses, just because they need they need people in the city. They need high t- tech, t- like just high tech jobs here. They need more people migrating to Ottawa. Uh, they were giving, I think she said a thousand dollars for an interview and 5,000 for a hire. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so, I mean, there is uh, that. yeah, like you said, I mean, the, the, the Ottawa, you know, we were talking yesterday, joking or David was on Saturday, that Montreal is kind of the, um, what was it? The, the fashion and the, what was the other, uh, the other industry, Dave, that we said comes out of Montreal. Um, Oh, food and and style, like caught like uh yeah. like design and, like, and uh lifestyle. For lifestyle, it's lifestyle, lifestyle very much more stylish. So Ottawa is very, you know, tech, uh craft government. beer, uh government. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean we have a few sectors, but tech is certainly one of them. And and there obviously is a lot of money with with everything kind of migrating to automation and, and technology. I mean, that I think Ottawa is kind of the hub in Canada. And uh, you know, Toronto was I know in the very beginning they had like the Mars um uh, what's the name of it? It's like a, um, uh, what do you call it? Like was a, it? a hot space for, what do you call it? Entrepreneurs that go. Incubator. Like a incubator. Thank you. Uh, Mars was in Toronto and that was kind of where the hub was for a small business and, and those tech. And then it feels like, you know, with Shopify obviously exploding in Ottawa and, and kind of there being a buzz around tech. And we, you know, we have the whole tech basically sector out in Canada. Um, I think, like you said, I mean that that household median income I think is only going to increase in the coming years, and that is only going to continue to drive prices up, as we've been saying. Because, you know, if the money is there, then that's where the the prices where people are going to be more competitive and be able to offer the prices that they need to get into the homes that they want.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the the stats that Penny threw out, <gasps> the number that she threw out there from that economic forum of four thousand um, tech jobs or or in need of four thousand mm-hmm. tech jobs. That is more than Shopify employees in Ottawa. I think, I think Shopify employees about 3000 or something like that. Somebody can correct me, uh, in the comments, uh, afterwards, um, but, but it's basically another Shopify. These are all high paying tech jobs. We have the most in Canada, like strongest tech sector, Silicon Valley of the North, um, you know, compared to, to Silicon Valley itself. These prices aren't going to go anywhere, or incomes aren't going to go anywhere. Especially then, you have that stabilized um, Fed federal incomes as well, and what that that brings. Even the pension, you know, even people retiring the strong pensions, government pensions that they get. You know, it's not like they're dropping down and relying solely on CPP or EI um, or CPP, sorry, and OAS. They're they're they have huge pensions as well. So even the retired community. Uh, are able to still be strong home buyers, their value is going up, they're not forced into being forced into downsizing necessarily or forced into smaller condos because they can afford where they're living based on their, their federal pensions mm-hmm. as well. It's, it's <clears throat> we're definitely in a, uh, a much different market than, than, you know, the, the Toronto or, uh, or Vancouver even. Yeah, we need
2: some, um, <clears throat> well, I guess, you know, we can tell everybody, we're gonna have some guests coming on in the, you know, in the next few weeks to months uh from toronto and vancouver just to talk about that a bit we can compare it better keep you informed the canadian market what do you think guys
0: absolutely do you like?
1: any any other questions that are floating out there i feel like uh, we'll stay on top of those when we see them i know sometimes we'll, we'll like greg you do a great job of actually answering questions on youtube i feel like most of them are mm-hmm. kind of real estate real estate focus as opposed yeah. to financial but uh we're in there we're in the comments we'll uh we'll answer any questions you guys have and if there's anything specific you want us to talk about on the show certainly reach out um private message or or just post a comment and we we read all of them uh and we we see what you're saying we're we're here we listen
2: we try to respond real when we remember we we listen we learn we grow right paul
1: oh my gosh (laughs) growcast
2: still the best name
1: Wow. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, Greg, I Real saw on your LinkedIn best. today, uh, you have a five year anniversary with the Auto Real Estate Podcast. So I think this April is going to be, I think we started in 2017, the Friday wrap up. So this will be, uh, we're coming to five years in April.
2: Five years, but only a year, a year, yeah, a year of year. aggressive consistent. promotion. <laughs> yeah. Consistent, consistent. doing it. Aggressive. actually, actually doing, doing it. Formative <laughs>
1: doing it. 2017, yeah. we probably had like you know ten shows in the whole year, right? It was like that. Well, was what fun, Friday man. do we feel like doing it? But it was it was fun. It was fun with the eye. a live guests. We had some, guests, we had some musical
0: guests. Some musical oh interlude.
1: Musical guests. Yes. We <laughs> <have> musical guests. <laughs> Yeah. So for anyone who, who is new to listening to the show, we used to, the, the show used to be called the Friday wrap up You and probably find the, some stuff lingering online. I would not encourage you to look for it. Uh, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> we start, we basically had a guest on every week. We had a musical guest every show. Uh, this is before we even had like, everything was still in person. So we were meeting in person at our old office recording on a phone, no microphones. It was, it was pretty hilarious, but
0: we um, were even less organized than we are now.
1: believe it or not (laughs) can't believe why it didn't take off um i can't imagine can't imagine uh should we slide in the mood boost gentlemen let's do Do it it. i feel like the city the city needs some some boost we need a boost um i got a few today you guys tell me how many you want i have many Yes,
0: four i mean if the first few suck then keep going basically
1: (laughs) wow (laughs) um okay That's fair. Number one. Here we go. Number one. I've fallen in love with a pencil and we're getting married. I can't wait to introduce my parents to my bride to be. Okay. Okay. Number two. Don't trust atoms; They make up everything. (laughs) Uh, Number three. I got fired from my job as a taxi driver. Turns out my customers didn't like it when I tried to go the extra mile. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll give you one more. Um, very Canadian. Do you know what an enforcer does on a hockey team? Just checking.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, that's Steals two the for
2: there. You got some good ones there. Yeah. I can't wait to see which screenshot Steven uses for the cover.
1: <laughs>
2: <sighs> There's some good ones here. Yeah,
1: We need to all just yeah, do the at the beginning. This is the YouTube. Uh, hey, the the old. <laughs> well,
0: that's the standard. That's the standard YouTube yeah. Uh, pose. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> all, couldn't believe. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't believe it. Um, so thank you everyone for listening. Today's actually the last day. It'll be too late when I hear this to vote, but today's the last day to vote for you know real estate oh, yeah. or, sorry podcast of the year uh so we'll see how that turns out i think results are actually released tomorrow so uh if you're listening to this check it out see how we did thank you for voting if you did a uh, shout out to Stephen hopkins producer extraordinaire uh shout out to north brew north use the promo code podcast get 20 percent off your coffee orders and shout out to you gentlemen for showing up every week here we are and to our listeners you too paul every week shout tuesday out to all of you 10 a.m new shows we love it we'll be back next week as always
2: <laughs> anything All to right. say in closing gentlemen no 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 just, what a show uh, that i'll be i'll be i promise to be better with my with my numbers and more organized less auctioneering everyone less, <laughs> i don't know i don't know what happened just, we uh, just need
1: images that, that you can read right. off so it's nice and easy <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know yeah Awesome. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in. As always, we love you. We'll be back. Enjoy your week.
2: Toe rep. See ya.
0: (laughs) The Ottawa Real Estate Podcast is brought to you by Referral Mortgages, Blue Panda Realty, and Stephen Hopkins Video. Thanks for tuning in. And please remember to like, comment, share, and most importantly, subscribe. We'd love to hear from you.